We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Roadwire Fantasy Baseball Podcast. It is Sunday night, uh, August 8th. I am Scott Jensen. Joined, as always, on Sunday nights by Jeff Erickson. If you could please rate or view the podcast, that would help us out a lot. Uh, we do appreciate that. We are sponsored by WinBet. We also uh, very much appreciate them for that. They've been sponsoring an uh, exclusive sponsor, all the uh, Roadwire podcasts right now. So that is a, a very cool sponsorship there. Jeff, we got, uh, I think we have eight weeks left in the season. It feels like it's uh, it's hurtling towards an end here, but it feels like we're at a point where a lot of stuff is going on. We got a lot of COVID stuff. We got a lot of pitchers that are getting pulled in the fourth inning. It's uh, feels like these last eight weeks are gonna be really tough to uh, to, to navigate fantasy wise. It's a gr- it's gonna be a grind. Yeah, uh, I, I'm looking forward to it in a lot Me of too. ways. Yeah, but especially if our our A's and our Reds <laughs> are still in the thick of things. Um, now the you know the, your our A's are in more of a thick of things than the Reds. Although the Reds are you know. Yeah, Viva La Pirates. I mean, unfortunately, the Brewers get to face the Cubs and Pirates this week, but, uh, you know, they get their turn at the the Ferris wheel. But, you know, it's fun when your team plays well. Uh, And it makes these pennant races, these playoff races better. The Reds went over five, 10 games over 500 today, uh, which is nice. Yeah, they're nine and one against nine and one against the Pirates. Uh, So, you know, you can do the math on what they are against the rest of the world, but. They got nine more games against the Pirates left, including the last three games of the season. And it feels like every time I look up, they're up like nine nothing in the third inning on the Pirates too. It was uh, it was quite a series. And the A's took care of business. They swept Texas, which yep. you know you should do, but sweeping a series is not always often easy. But uh, Minnesota beating Houston three out of four for us was uh, was really nice. Yeah, yeah, it was handy. Uh, you know, I, I blame you know I credit slash blame myself depending on whose perspective you're using. I used McCullers in DFS today, and whew, he was awful. Uh, yeah, and like really seemed to just struggle the whole way through. Framber got hit hard early in his uh, his outing against them. Yeah, it's like and and meanwhile McCullers was crushing against the Dodgers earlier this week. So I don't know that that that's the thing. Sometimes you look at an opponent and you think, okay, they're, they're going to lay down. No, Minnesota's not laying down. They they split two games with the Reds earlier in the week. Uh, of course, that was courtesy of another blown lead by the Reds because that's what they do. Uh, but uh, every every lead is a carnival. Uh, but you know, it's, it's okay. They're playing hard. You know, some teams are lying down. The Cubs, yeah. the Cubs look like they're lying down. Uh, the Pirates have put up very little resistance. They did beat the, the Brewers once this week, I think, once or maybe even twice. But So I appreciate that. Yeah. Uh, but for the most part, th- there's some teams that are – they're done. And the Cubs are very, very close to the top of the list right now. 
And it's funny on the flip side, you get some teams who are playing surprisingly well. You you brought it up to me last week. Detroit's playing really well since I like since the yeah. end of April. I think they're right around five hundred, maybe a little over five hundred. And they're an offense that you don't like automatically throw your guy against. You met, you brought that to Matt. I mean, last week I looked at it and they're they're playing a lot better than I thought they were. They're they're really playing hard too, which I I, I got a lot of respect for. You know, I, I think AJ Hinch. You know, well, he was at the yeah. scene of the crime for uh, trash can gate, but I think he's actually a good manager. <laughs> I think so too. Uh, and you know he, it's pro- probably had where to do when he went to college. Oh, is he a Stanford guy? Yeah, he is Stanford. Yes. Yes, I thought so. I thought so. I may have even remembered hearing it seven thousand times before. <laughs> Every once in a while. So, but yeah, I think it's going to be fun. It's going to be we got we have a lot of like interesting races down the stretch. The NL West is fascinating. The Giants magically pull out games all the time. Eduardo Escobar missed second base today in the like the bottom of the eighth and to, to yeah. hit a big spot. And last night they scored three in the tenth, gave up three in the bottom of the tenth to score four at the top of the eleventh. It was uh it was wild. I'm actually up north right now and you can't tell from the background because we're not streaming at the moment, but I'm up north with uh you know with some Giants fans and they uh, they had the up and downs the roller coaster yesterday it was pretty interesting. But uh, that team just keeps finding ways to win. It's it's been pretty impressive and it's uh they're just really good. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, we keep thinking, oh, they're coming back to the pack any day now. Yeah. Any day now. Any day now. No, they're there was, four there games was, up on the Dodgers now. Yeah. There was some stat. I forget exactly what it was, but like the last 40 days, there have been two days where the Giants lost and the Dodgers won on the same day. It's like this crazy stretch of the Dodgers really not gaining a ton of ground. Well, the same thing is true with the Reds and Brewers. So, you know, the Reds finally have gained a couple of games on the Brewers the last two days. But yeah. there is a stretch where both teams had won, I think, were nine and four, nine and four in the last 13. You know, they won the same days. They lost the same days. It was wild. Yeah, uh, it reminds reminds me of the always always famous when the A's win their, their 20 game win streak and they gain like four games on the Angels that whole stretch. It was one of those yeah. things like and I, I was like, oh, my God, we can't gain these guys. I can't imagine how frustrating it is being an Angels fan. You're 16 and four and you, get, you literally lose four games. Yeah, that's crazy. That yeah. is insane. But uh, it, it is fun. I mean, you look at the and what it's got to be really frustrating for the Padres who, you know, they're doing this without Tatis. They still won their last two. Uh, but, you know, they, they're kind of back to the, they're, they're coming back to the pack. Uh, a little bit there. They're two and a half up on the Reds in the wild card. And, you know, they've got that uncertainty. They're about to go hit the road now, so we'll see what happens with them. Um, How do you feel but, about the Tatis to center field rumors? Uh, I, I Kevin AC you know, confirmed that he's, they're, they're really looking at the outfield. Um, I I get it. I mean, it's one of the reasons why Adam Frazier makes sense. Cronenworth can play short. Yep. Uh, and Cronenworth's so good, he can play any position, but I mean, Tatisa, I think, is still a better defender, but he ma- he did make a lot of errors earlier this season. Despite that, I still think you know they're better off with him at shortstop, but they're better off with him anywhere. That that's the thing. It's nowhere. funny. I made the mistake of reading reading a few of the comments under AC's tweet, and people are like, this is, "He's our shortstop. What are we doing?" I'm like, "You got to die. You, you can control when you have to draw, dive and like tag guys in the outfield. You don't have to do that. At shortstop, you're going to make dives. You're going to have to make plays to your side. You're going to have to tag guys." There's just nine million things you have to do with your shorts with your with your shoulder at shortstop. You don't have to do in the outfield. Grand, you, you're gonna you might have to dive for a ball, but you can kind of control that. And probably you know they'll probably say you know if it's a single, pull up and just don't dive for that ball. We need you in the lineup. Yeah, and he's gonna have surgery. We know this. It's gonna yeah. happen as soon as the Padres are done playing baseball in 2021. The like the day after, basically. Yeah. Um. So yeah, this is it, it's so basically you have to deal with this for a month in the regular season, month and a half plus yep. the playoffs. It's better than not having his bat in the lineup at all. Right. Yeah. I heard a lot of complaints. I'm like, do you want him playing center field or do you want him, you know, doing rehab with his physical therapist right now? Like you, it's your choice. So it's, uh, it's interesting how many people complained about that. I thought it was, I thought it was a pretty good idea. I, I, I would do it myself if I were them. Yeah. And the, the other thing too is, I mean, it, it, there is going to be a fallout though. 
either Grisham has to sit a game yep. or Bam or you know Will Myers. That's a legitimate bat that's sitting every single game because of that. Uh, it, they'll it make it a, work. True, but yeah. It's interesting. Yeah, speaking of the Padres, you know the guy that's really struggled for them is Blake Snell. But Blake Snell was awesome today. Thirteen strikeouts, seven innings. Um, it's funny you mentioned this to me maybe about a month ago. I don't think I've ever seen a home road split as quite as crazy as Blake Snell this year. It's like elite Cy, Le- Cy Young level at home and um, like just brutally bad Mike Fires like on the road. It's been terrible. Yeah. Although uh, our A's kind of disputed that notion just a little bit because they got to him in they Petco did. for seven runs. Uh, but you know, but I think, the funny I, think thing about- I think he's under two on, at home, like under two point eight oh yeah, right. It's it's really impressive. The, the the other thing that's so wild is how many more games he's pitched on the road than home. You know, they've you know for for all the machinations that they do, he's thrown a lot more outings on the road than he's at home. It doesn't show up in the innings count because he's been so much better at home. But take a look at the game log uh, recently with him. He has been. They've been stuck with a lot of a lot of road games for him. Uh, to, today made two out of the last six. Before that, and, and three out of the last uh, nine, and then two out of three again. So four out of the last twelve, two out of three again, five out of the last fifteen get, starts have all been wow. on the road. I mean, they, they, obviously, you don't set your lineup, your, right. your rotation, just to appease this one guy, but. Wow, they're not optimizing. Let's just and say I, that. I was I was a little low. It's about two and a half at home, but still really good compared to seven point three six ERA in the road. It's uh it's a pretty uh pretty crazy split though when you look at it. Yeah, well, and it was going into today, it was two forty at home. Um okay. and, and then you include a day, it's gonna you know knock that down further. Today oh, was guess, his best outing. Yeah, I guess I wasn't that far off then. It's it's gonna no. be right around there then. Okay. Yeah. Today was you know, he was great yeah. today. And yeah, granted, blah blah blah, Arizona. I mean, I know that, that that's part of it. Uh, but I mean, let's face it. He's had some other outings against not so tough lineups where he struggled still too. And yeah, and there's been some talk of him switching up the pitch mix a little bit. And maybe he's kind of trying to figure out, he seems like a guy who, you know, does, uh, does study pitching and kind of figure it out. Maybe, maybe he's figuring something out and figuring out a way that, uh, you know, he can be better because they obviously can need him down the stretch here. And he did pitch well against our A's on the third in Oakland. So, you know, that's two good starts in a row. And the Miami start on the road was also good. So maybe he's going to get something a little better. However, his next two starts are on the road again at at Arizona. Okay, you can maybe I'll be okay. And then at oh, Coors then course, yeah. I mean, just but if they push it back one more one more game, it's back to home against Philly. So maybe we just do that, guys. Maybe I don't yeah, know. I might I might push that there too. So well, let's take a look. We got uh, it's interesting. We have a lot of news and notes. There's a lot of guys that are hurt or COVID. I, I couldn't believe as I was going through, I shot you the outline. Yeah. You know, we we're going to talk about I couldn't believe how many guys usually I have, you know, a bunch of names we're talking about. There's so many guys, but we'll get there. Um, I want to look ahead. We're in week 20, which is uh, seems pretty crazy, but uh, here we are in August. Um, only five games on Monday, Jeff. So if you, uh, if you don't want to set too many lineups tomorrow, you might have some options of uh, pushing stuff till Tuesday. Uh, we got five teams with seven games this week. The Clevelanders, uh, Padres, Reds, Cubs, and Brewers. We have a couple teams with seven games that includes a DH or double header. So we got the Blue Jays and the Angels there. The Astros, our favorite team, has five games, and I believe all interleague games are actually in uh, in AL parks this week. I don't think we have a, a AL going to NL situation. I think you're right about that. Um, I, I I didn't do an exhaustive re- review, but Casey St. Louis is resuming. Yeah. Um, is that still raining in St. Louis, by the way? Uh, <laughs> yeah, right. I, I don't know what the, what's going on in that series. 
but uh, at, at any rate, um, yeah, it looks like it could be the case. And, you know, it would be even lighter tomorrow if it weren't for the Reds and Indians making up a makeup game, uh, a previous rained out game, too. So it's, a, yeah, that it, it, it's a, a really light schedule. I'm okay with that. I, I might take a day off from DFS even. Yeah, I, uh, I I don't love light schedules, but if you're going to do it, uh, I like it to be on a Monday. I've got to do a little traveling tomorrow, so it's probably going yeah. to uh, benefit my lineup setting, which, uh, you know, it's all about me. So I, I appreciate them setting that up. For sure. Yeah. For sure. It doesn't matter now because the Cardinals are kind of out of it, but, you know, the, the their bullpen is a hidden story is, you know, we, we talk about how bad the Reds bullpen has been this year. The Cardinals, the other day, they had a game earlier this week where I think they walked three more guys with the bases loaded. Well, and they're just Reyes walked four without getting it out, right? Yep. And Gallegos was bad in this yeah. game, too. So he had back to back three and run games. He has been nails all year and he let them down big time back to back. I was, I mean, that's one of those guys like you throw in, you're like, all right, here's our scoreless inning and let's move on. And it was just, it was just boom, boom, back to back. We're like, when Reyes eventually implodes, at least we'll have Gallegos to step in and yeah. <laughs> not really anymore. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. And it's funny to see like, the Cardinals really, I don't view them as a contender anymore. And, you know, even for, well, I guess it's, that's not really a revolutionary statement, but just they're kind of an afterthought, which is weird. And it's going to come back to haunt me. They're going to beat the Reds head to head at some point in time. I'll be pissed off about it and all that. But they're one game under 500 right now. And they're not, they, they look like a very mediocre team. Where are you on the uh, on the Dylan Carlson season? Guy we talked about a bunch early on. I liked him in drafts, and it's I funny, like you know, he's he's twenty two. Like I mean, we forget that, but he's hitting two fifty three, eleven home runs. Actually, homer today, so twelve home runs. Um, only one stolen base, kind of been a shocker to me. He stole eighteen bags in Double A in twenty nineteen. He stole twenty across uh, AA and Double A. Um, I I don't know what to think. Like it's a pretty decent twenty two year old season, but not quite the breakout that I was hoping for. Him twelve home runs and one steal. Um, it's hard to really justify that. It does have fifty seven runs scored to forty four RBIs. So it hasn't killed you, but it's tough when you have you know kind of very middling if at best power with no speed. It's it's hard to justify that kind of every day in your lineup. Yeah, uh, I kind of think I want to go back to the well next year at a discounted rate. Yeah, I hope I'm, he doesn't. I'm kind of hoping he doesn't kill it in September. <laughs> Uh, I got him on too many teams, so I have to hope that he does kind of kill it. I'm, I'm okay. Uh, I'm okay eating the uh, the drop in ADP next year if I can get some some stats from him coming down the stretch. For sure, of course. How are you? Uh, how, are you how are you in leagues coming down the bottom here? Do you have anything that uh, any? Uh, what are you kind of? What are you kind of focusing on? Any leagues that you're really uh, really looking at to, to to make a move here or win? It's it's a very mediocre year. Um, I'm with I, you there. Like, at, in, in May, I was you know. You know, this is why we play it's play a lot longer. But there's one yeah. point where I was winning both my mains. I'm not winning both my mains. I'm are you in, are you in contention on them? Do you have a chance to make a run? Where do you kind of stand? Contention to cash, but uh, yeah. I think the guilds is running away with the my the league that I'm better in. And then the Vlad League, it's not Vlad leading right now, but I've dropped like eighth. Uh my pitching. I lost Flirty and I never recovered yeah. from that. That it's, well, it's that's just like the well, Garrett Cole's style, you know, has been a, a yeah. very frustrating experience lately. And I've just done a poor job of adapting to the new pitching environment. I, I yeah. don't know what to do about it. I still don't. I, my pitching is just cratered. It's hard because every time you like, uh, I've done the same thing. I'm trying to like find someone that that get worse, that gets worse, or I pick up a middle reliever and he gets lit. It's just it's been hard to like fill in the back. Like the seven, eight, nine guys in your rotation has been really you know tougher this year than I, I think in the last few years. Yeah, uh, it, it has, and I don't know, man. Uh, I had a tough year last year too. I don't know if I'm. I I, I have to uh, <laughs> take another look at what I'm doing. 
Yeah, it's funny. I got up to about 95 and a half points in my main event over the weekend. I dropped badly today. I think some, I forget who I had some, oh, I had Hunjin Ryu I pitched really poorly today, which, uh, you know, he's been good enough all year that those, those starts happen. But I got to 95. That was kind of my highest I've been in a month and a half. I've been really been grinding in that league. And, you know, it sucks when you grind, you grind, you grind and get up to 95. And all of a sudden you drop four points in one day. You're like, oh, here we go again. But um, so I need to dig in, kind of see where I can gain. Because at 90, you know, in the in the mid 90s, you can make a run to the mid hundreds and suddenly you're in a good cash spot. You know, maybe not winning the league, uh, but you maybe get in the cash spot or maybe you can make a run in September. So I'm trying to trying to grind out points there. But it's been uh, it's been tough to uh, it's been tough to find. Like you said, pitching has been the thing that uh, you know, I found myself struggling in, in wins and strikeouts. Those have been tough to come by in, in the fab. Right. Yeah. And the, the, the better of my two leagues, my aces are Giolito and Darvish. And those have been pretty middling, too. Although Darvish pitched well uh, over did. the weekend. Uh, I mean, just Giolito gets smoked by the Royals. I mean, how, what can I do about that? You know, it's yeah, like, okay. Yeah. All right. Um, yeah. And that, that, but, you know, I was at, I'm at 96 and a half today. I was 98 yesterday. Some guy went, had got eight points today somehow, still moved up eight points and leapfrogged us in, into uh, another Damn. position. But, that's he, a, eight, eight's a big gain in the middle of August. Wow. Well, yeah, he had a he had a day. Six six homers, twenty one ribs, Oof. thirteen runs, two stolen bases, hit four eighteen. That'll pay the bills. That'll do it. That's a lot of uh, a lot of Eloy Jimenez and CJ Crone right there. I imagine. Uh, correct, Amundo on CJ Crone. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's just uh, yeah. AJ Pollock keeps on raking. That's that's yep. been a nice story for it, him. I think he hit third today too. That's a, that's a nice spot in that lineup. Yeah, it's interesting. He's been batting low. And yeah, and Eloy, you're right. He had both of those guys. So yeah. there you I was go. trying to think of the two big names today. But uh, you yep. mentioned earlier, me, we were talking earlier, Cody Bellinger. Obviously, we talked about him a couple weeks ago, just been awful all year, um, you know, kind of hurt and then in and out of the lineup. But uh, back to back home runs the last couple of days. I wonder how much that saved people from potentially dropping him this weekend. Because there's a lot of talk on Twitter about, um, you know, I need to move on from Cody Bellinger. Dave Roberts said he's only going to start against righties for a while. Um, I wonder how much those two home runs saved his ownership percentage this weekend. That's a good question. Uh, I wonder if anybody dropped him. Um, still, nonetheless, it's kind of like all the brave talk about drunk, dumping uh, Snell, for that matter, too. I saw, Snell yeah. was uh, Snell was available in one of my online's tonight. Interesting. Well, I can see that. Yeah, he got dropped, dropped last week. Yeah, fifteen. No. Yeah, uh, I got. I got. Now I have to. Uh, I got to look at look it up here a little bit there. Let's see, because uh, it is uh, own start percentage, right? There we go. Uh, I don't know if it's. I don't know if it's reset or not yet. Oh, that's a, that's always a good question there. Uh, so well, let's see here. Let's go, Snell. Just this is great live podcasting, but it's it not is even perfect. Live. Yeah, hundred uh, percent uh, rostered, ninety eight percent started. I don't know. If, I think that's for last week though, but uh, we'll see. Um, no, that must be now because he was ninety eight percent owned in the oh in in the main event. Yeah, you're right. It'll be a hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I haven't reset because Andrew Heaney in my online is still, or in my main is still ninety five percent. He probably got dropped more than that this week, I imagine. Yeah. So he was eighty one percent roster uh, started this week, this past week in week nineteen. So there you go. Gotcha. Um, so let's uh, let's jump into jump into Fab, but first a note from our sponsors at Blue Wire. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. 
Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So Jeff, we talk about starters. Let's uh, let's go there with Fab first. I uh, another week where I was like, really wasn't excited about a lot of guys. But the Ugh. first guy I looked at uh, in Pittsburgh is Stephen Brault. He has two starts this week. Um, I was surprised how good he was last year. Three point three at ERA in twenty twenty, but only forty two innings. Uh, never had an ERA under four six prior to that. Um, you know, twenty one percent starting rate guy. Too many walks. Uh, he was twelve and a half percent walk rate last year. Just came off the IL. I made his first start. I think he threw four innings earlier this week. Um, were you in on on Braldenar for the two starts? We got? I, think, I think it's Milwaukee and St. Louis. Got him in both mains. Oh, look at you! Wow, I picked someone good to talk about first. Then, yeah. Uh, although I'm really nervous. It's Pittsburgh. Yeah. We just yeah. uh, you know spent two minutes trashing the Pirates, uh, and here I am picking up a Pittsburgh starter because he's got two starts and didn't look bad. Uh, but that that's this year in a nutshell, right there. It is. Me, yeah, two uh, two starts and doesn't look bad is like that's gold right now. Yeah, I got him for nine and seven, respectively, with uh, second place bids of six oh, and four. I think Jeff just uh, disappeared for a second there, so well, I will. I'm uh, here. I'm I will here. keep talking myself. I think we're going here, but oh, Jeff, are you back there? I'm here. I'm, I oh, haven't yeah. left. Uh, you just, I got you him were, for. You're spinny for a second. Oh, okay. No, you're spinny. Uh, uh, but uh, no, one yeah, of us. Is I, yeah. <laughs> I, I got him for nine and six, respective nine and seven, respectively, with second place uh, bids of six and four. So. There you go. That's good bidding right there, then. Yeah, I think so. You know, it just happens to be we're all light now, so you're just trying to find two steppers and do whatever you can. We need wins, period. Yeah. And, you know, when, you know, he throws five innings in Pittsburgh. Like, there's no way the bullpen doesn't blow a lead, right? Yeah. I also picked up he, sh- he who should not be tweeted at, uh, at least oh, for no. you. Oh, Look at you. Wow. That's, that's like, I feel like it's like a kind of a disloyal move in general right there. Yeah, but I – <laughs> picked him up two weeks ago and got two wins from him then too. Uh, so, he's oh, he's uh, actually he's actually been pitching. We're talking about Brett Anderson for people who don't yes. know uh, yes. my personal history with history with Brett. Um, he actually has been has been pretty good. You're not gonna get strikeouts, but uh, you know on a yeah. on a really really good team. Obviously the best team. Uh, one of the second best record in the National League behind the Giants. Second best in baseball, I think. Maybe I might be behind the Astros. I forget where it is exactly, but they're right up there, playing really well. Did lose two other years again, but yeah, you get an offensive scores runs. He goes five innings. Usually doesn't give up a lot of runs, but doesn't strike anybody out, and it's a pretty good formula for wins. Yeah, I guess the Pirates again. Brett Anderson does so uh, again. He's been beating up on them. The Brewers just have a sweet, sweet schedule there. So do the Reds. I mean, although the Reds not this week. Reds get that Cleveland game, uh, the makeup game, road trips to Philly. Our, our, our first, I should say, first to Atlanta, then Philly. It's going to be a it's tough week. Crazy. Philly's in first place right now. Like, when did that happen? 
Yeah. Well, the Mets have just imploded. They've really they 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 lose rough games too. Yeah, they do. They I, do. I had to I had to admit I had loved Edwin Diaz when Harper hit that home run, him pointing up like it was a pop up, and it went like four forty six to dead center. Yeah, and that wasn't one of those uh, you know juice balls either, homers. No, like, that was like, oh my gosh. Yeah. That was a home run in any with any ball in any park in any era. That was just a bomb. Exactly, and then Wheeler yeah. coming in today and just shutting them down. I mean. Yeah. That I mean, you can see that coming like a billion miles away. Right. But when you're so. when you're struggling, all of a sudden you always get that ace the next day, and you just, you knew it was gonna be lights. Well, up. former teammate ace too. Oh, that's true too. That yeah, they that's... didn't want, they didn't actively pursue. Yeah. So you got you got you got struggling. Plus you got narrative street, and it's a it's a bad combo right there. They're just a bad offense. Three point seven five runs per game, dude. That's just yeah. that that's not a contender. They are. I mean, Lindor is hurt. Conforto just has never gotten it going this year. It's been, uh, it's been wild. It's been weird. And I did. I saw Syndergaard was throwing like uh, weighted balls in the bullpen or something. So maybe we're gonna get him at some point. But I don't think they count on that. But it's, I, you're right. It's just it's the offense. They just haven't scored runs. Right. They've gotten by by run prevention all year. They're getting outscored for the season. This is it's just an average team. Yeah. Uh, so let's, uh, let's talk about some more starters. Uh, we talked a little bit last week about Reed Detmers. Um, he got called up and he pitched Sunday. Wasn't available in NFBC, but he was this week. Uh, again today, he had five strikeouts, but did not pitch well again today. Did you uh, Were you in on Detmers at all? Um, he gets Houston this week, so I just kind of decided to pass, and I'll watch it and see what happens. I did the same. Um, I'm, I don't even know if he got picked up. I have to I have to look and see. But uh, I, 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 it was one of those where it's like, how many guys, how many, you know, he didn't get picked up in the first main, uh, the guild's main. That's what I'm going to call it here because he's killing <laughs> us. Guild is going to love, love having his own main. Yeah. And then uh, Booms main, who is, I think Booms is running, is winning my other main. That's the Vlad League, but it's no longer the Vlad League. It's also, it's also the Casey Child League and he's not winning too. It's Booms. Oh, wow. Which is uh, he's a good player. He's a he's a he didn't uh, he didn't get picked up in either of my mains too. I imagine a lot of people had him down the conditionals and that was about it. But you know it's hard. It's what the point of the year if you're going to pick him up you can't use him. Like it's just having you you're not going to use him. It's Houston no matter what. Yeah, Jason Anthony. I want to give him proper credit. Uh Jason Anthony. It's a good. He's a good dude. I like him. Yeah, and just another phenomenal player in this league. Yeah, he is. So uh, moving down, we had uh, some, you know, obviously we talked about the uh, the Starling Marche trade uh, last week. We talked about trade deadline, but uh, you know that man has has Luzardo went to Miami. Um, he had uh, he pitched twice this week, pitched decently the first start, and then he went to Coors and did not go as well uh, yesterday. No, nope. uh, were you in on Luzardo at all? Kind of uh, seeing what we can, uh, you know, obviously the talent is there. It's been a really really rough go of it. A lot of home runs. He's at two point seven home runs per nine so far this year, and you know some of that was in relief. But he was bad starting. Then he's bad relieving. He's bad in the minors. Then he got a little better in the minors. Um, are you buying in on Miami? Maybe able to uh, to get him out there and him uh, to do something special here. You know, I didn't bid on him. I probably should have. He's only available in one of my two mains. Yep. Uh, I don't think he's fixed yet. I think no. he will. Be. I, again, this is one of those like the trade in the long run. Don't know if I want to watch the improvements on my watch. Although he gets the Cubs in Miami. That's that's why I, I picked him up in one of my mains. I think he was my second choice, but um, home against the Cubs. Like I just, I think I'm gonna, I think I'm gonna throw in that and see what happens. And you know, with the thought that if it's bad, I will, I'll get rid of him. But if it's good, maybe we build on something here. And obviously, the talents there, I could see him going on a little bit of a run. And I really like the guy, so I'm probably want him to work out. But uh, you know, and I feel a little bad. I just, I hope he does well because Starling Marte uh, pretty much hasn't made an out since he came to Oakland. It's been unbelievable. Yeah, he's gonna get paid this offseason, I think. Uh, a little bit, not by the A's, but he's gonna get paid by somebody. Oh yeah, we know this. This is a given. Do you do you assume the A's knew that Loriano was getting suspended when they made the trade? 
No, I don't. Do they do they have like some sort of thing where they know ahead of time they appeal and all that? I, I always forget. They might. They might have that, but yeah. I think I don't know. Do you think that's how the A's would react to be proactive, or that's, do you think that's a really good point? Actually, my my first thought was I'm sure they must have known something, but I just you're right. Like that doesn't seem very A's like to like be like, okay, well let's just go get the best center fielder on the market and solve our problem, right? No, it seems to me like they thought that they were, it was an add-on to what they had. Yeah, because I think if they if they knew they were taking away one of their top players, they might pack it in. I don't know. Maybe they. But... Pack, that's a good point. That that catch that Marte made in center field was absurd this weekend too. That dude, he can play, man. I yeah. obviously knew he could play, but like watching him day to day, I think kind of changes your perspective on someone. He just he does a lot of things really really well. He reminds me of Carlos Beltran and his walk here. That's a really good. Uh, that's a good comp right there. I like that. I hope. I hope it stays like that. Yeah, yeah. He was awesome in the playoffs for the. Yeah, Astros. I was gonna say he had oh about fifteen home runs in the playoffs that year. Yeah. Just uh, and then the Mets will sign him. And oh wait, don't stop, stop, uh, full stop. Don't yeah, do that. The Mets have had <laughs> enough. Mets have had enough punishment uh, this weekend. Yeah. Let's not jump in there. Um, speaking of Chicago, you mentioned Lazardo's pitching there. Uh, Alec Mills is one of the guys that uh, has two starts this week. It's one of those guys that, you know, just kind of been good, not great, but, uh, you know, kind of gets through five, only gives up three runs. You know, you know, it, it's funny what we think, what we think of as, as, as pick upable and good right now, but uh, right. he has two starts this week. He is um, looking here. Um, I forget who he's, I think he's Mo, St. Louis and then Milwaukee or something like that. I forget uh, exactly what it was. It's, uh, it was- home, home with Milwaukee and then at a, at Miami. Okay, there you go. So, you know, a good, uh, decent enough on paper. Obviously, Milwaukee's good, but, you know, Miami, you could pitch against a little bit. Uh, were you in on Mills at all now that the, the Cubs have this uh, this makeshift offense that uh, probably is not going to score many runs if you need some wins? No, I think I'd prefer Mike Mills from REM, uh, but, you know, who happens to be a fancy baseball player, by the oh, way. Oh, I did. I knew who Mike Mills was, but not who's a fancy baseball player. Yeah. Um, no, I, I wasn't in on Mills. Uh, maybe I'm still bitter that he threw a no hitter against the Reds last year. Do you remember that one? Uh, not, gem. not until you just said it. I did not, I would, yeah. uh, I would not have won that trivia contest. If you asked me, uh, which cut pitcher had no hitter. Cause I remember it now, but I did not remember it then. Yeah. Yeah. Um, eh, I'm not really bitter necessarily, but, uh, no, I was, I'm not in on him. He, he who picked up Stephen Brault is not in on <laughs> Alan Mills. You know, I, right. I have to have standards somewhere, Scott. Yeah. Uh, part of it is that I, I think the tack on runs are going to be really bad. Although the pirates bullpen is probably pretty bad too, but I, you know, they strip mine their bullpen too. And that's another thing that kind of makes me dissuades yeah. me from going after their starters. Yeah. I mean, you got, you got Chafin, Kimbrell and Tapera all gone. Like that's, that's pretty much the way that you get the seventh inning and win a game. And it's just, it's, it's rough. And they, I mean, talk about a team that has no, idea. you were talking about closers with te- a couple teams that are a mess. I mean, the Cubs have no idea who's closing games there. Yeah. They, they've outright said it's going to be a committee. And, yeah, and it's, it seems like it's not a two person committee. It's like a six person committee too. It's just exactly. Like, I, I, I wasn't even chasing saves there. Cause I just, I, I don't think a, not going to win very many games and B I think they're going to mix it up so much. That I don't think anybody's going to get more than, you know, three or four or something like that the rest of the way. Yeah. I think you're right. Uh, what you do with uh Yankees pitcher, Luis Gill uh, has had a very good uh, first couple starts in the majors. I uh, was really good. His first start and pitched again today against Seattle, five innings, two hits, eight strikeouts. You look at his minor league stuff, um, a lot of strikeouts, but a ton of walks in every stop you watch him pitch. And the dude throws hard. Like he was throwing, he's throwing 97, 98, 99, throwing really hard, good stuff. One of those guys that looks good, but you can see how, if it, it goes sideways, it'll be pretty quickly. Uh, did you, uh, did you bid on Gill at all this week? Well, I, I, he was like on my list of contingencies, but really late. Um, I, I, I'm pretty wary. I mean, they I sent him too. back. They sent him back down to AAA first of all. 
Uh, no, he could. So it means he's not going to be back for 10 days, yeah. but I think it's because they don't need a starter for it. And least. I think it might depend what happens with Cole Montgomery. Like they might have to figure out a way to, you know, finagle it and get him back over the weekend. But uh, yeah. I think if he, he, he doesn't, he'd probably pitch the week after. So it's kind of one of those, like, maybe I can't use him this week, but I use him the week after. But I just, I just don't, there's so much about, we don't know with Cole Montgomery. We don't just know if they're going to be able to pitch this weekend. Yeah, that that's kind of what my mindset was. And that and the disconnect between these two outings in the bigs versus his line at Scranton this year. Yeah, uh, he walk he walks everybody in the minors. He had a walk rate over 10%, I think, at every step of the minors that he ever had. Yeah. Yeah. And 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 just triple A. I mean, he's just not good. I, mean, I know sometimes that doesn't always translate, but 23 walks and 29 innings. I'll I'll pass. I, yeah. that, that that's why I just like he's down on the list. Yes, he pitched great today and I wish he got to stay on the big league uh, roster a little longer. Kind of sucks for that, you know, it does. players I, like that. Yeah. It happens. And it's just always a bummer. You're like, oh, pitch great. You're like, oh, you're about to make a minor league salary all of a sudden. It's, it's brutal. Yeah, huge financial repercussions. Uh, yeah. That's the thing that really stinks. And you yeah, know how agreed. minor leaguers get paid. Yeah, not very well. Um, yeah, but it, he, he, he definitely looks the part. Like, I think the stuff is there, but I think we're probably a little bit away from being able to rely on him pitching. And the, your, your your point about him maybe not pitching this week at all kind of, kind of pushed him down my list for sure. Yep. So we mentioned closers. Let's jump into that. But first, a note from our sponsor, WinBet. If there's one thing we appreciate, RotoWire, it's making good decisions, and even more so making the right decision. Listen up, folks. I have an incredible offer for you with RotoWire's newest partner, WinBet. That's W-Y-N-N-Bet, the premier digital casino and sports book app. WinBet is now the exclusive sponsor for RotoWire's Fantasy Podcast. WinBet brings you the latest action with a user-friendly interface, money line bets, boosted parlays, over-unders, round robins, live betting, and so much more, all at your fingertips. You want to break sports betting? Head to WinBet's digital casino and take a spin on roulette, double down on blackjack, slam the slots, or try your hand at baccarat. WinBet is currently available in six states, Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, Virginia, with rapidly approaching states coming, rapidly expanding. At WinBet, the possibilities are limitless. WinBet is currently offering all RotoWire listeners a risk-free bet up to $500 on your first wager. Download WinBet now. That's W-Y-N-N-B-E-T. WinBet, the exclusive partner for RotoWire's fantasy podcasts. So, Jeff, let's start with Cincinnati with closers. Uh, Michael Givens got a couple of saves this week and kind of in a like traditional-ish role. Like they were kind of lining it up, and he pitched the ninth. Uh, 2.3 far ERA so far this year in 34.2 innings, uh, 26.5 uh, K rate. Walk rate's a little high at about 12%, but he seems like he's got his pitching pretty well right now. Um, it seemed like maybe Lorenzen got one save this week too. What do you think the Reds go with like the next couple ops here? Well, I think the standard answer is always it's not one guy, right? Yeah. Uh, however... And Yahoo friends and family, I set the record for most relievers picked up from one team in a given season by picking Beautiful. up Givens before he made the before he closed. He, he they said he was getting getting ready to go into the game. And I, I said, okay, you know, I'll just see if he's available. Well, heck, what the heck? Why not? I still have Sims and Antone on my roster. I had Hembry <laughs> at one point. I had I had a few others. Uh, and it's bad. I had I had count on AG at one point or two uh, points even. Norm, um, Norm Norm Charlton made your roster. Yeah, Randy Myers, uh, Brad, the Animal Leslie. Oh, uh, my my next door neighbor growing up went to high school with him, so I there was a lot of Brad, the Animal Leslie cards around our, our around our neighborhood that everybody was oh. fired up about. I don't know, he was an interesting guy. Tom Hume and his glasses, I had them all, but <laughs> yeah. uh, no, uh, Gibbons is good though. Uh, this might be a again tough week coming up. We'll see. It's one thing to close a game against the Pirates; it's another yeah. to do it on the road against Bryce Harper or Freddie Freeman. So we'll see what happens, True. but. Uh, Sims came off the IL today, so keep that keep that in, a, in the back of your mind. There is he might be a part of that as well. 
He uh, Givens went for I got him in one of my mains where I just kind of I don't really need saves. but I have like one spot that I've been trying to speculate and see if I can fall into some. And then he went for 78 bucks in my other one. So I wasn't close there. So he was there was some popular bidding in, in one of my leagues. Least. He and uh, Jonathan Loiza got each went for 78. There was uh, it was big bidding on closures in that league. Yeah, big bidding on uh, both on Loiza and ours. Uh, let's see. Well, Givens went 16 and set for 16 versus seven. Loisega, I think, was gone in one of my two mains because I'm playing against really superior players than me. Uh, and, you know, already looked to do that. Flora was, uh, went in this league for 16 also. Bard Ooh, was that? available. I like that. Oh, wow. Well, Bard's got like a 1-5 whip. He's not a good pitcher. He's just getting saves. Got like uh, 20 saves, though, doesn't he? Yeah, he, he's yeah, he's a Rockies closer and all that comes oh. with it. Uh, Loisega went 35. Uh, though in the one league that he was available. So for what it's worth, that was a pretty good sized bid. Yeah, I guess he has, Bart has 18 saves. We also has five wins, but it's interesting. We're, we're at the time of the year too, where we see some people like, you know, if you're up 20 saves, you just don't need Danny, you know, you don't need Daniel Bard anymore. Uh, there's a team in my, one of my mains is like up 24 saves. And I'm waiting to see like, he's at some point you got to drop some closures, right? Cause it's just not, you can't winning saves by 20 doesn't help you anymore than winning it by 10, you know? Except for the, unless they're involved in the overall, then you have yeah. to think about that. But yeah, you're right. Um, and then, then there's added benefit of like starting the feeding frenzy and fad the next week there. Yep. And it, well, you're not bidding on that. Someone else is, and you can get the next starter instead. Yeah. And if you're, I think he has 81 saves. Like at that point, you probably don't need them overall either. So I imagine he's going to be getting some, some wins and strikeouts here, but it's an interesting little strategy piece. And, you know, Daniel Barr is the type of guy in that situation you drop because he's not helping your ratios. He's helping you in one category. Yeah. Um, and that's the, that's the kind of guy, if you are doing really well in saves or you're tanking saves and you have no chance, like that's, that's kind of like guy you do, you do start to see on the waiver wire here in the last, uh, last seven, eight weeks. Speaking of drops, some really interesting drops in one of my mains. Oh, let me know. I like, I love hearing about drops. So Loriano, of course, uh, that's, that's a given. <laughs> Yeah, that's Clayton, an easy one. Clayton Kershaw. Ah, was a that, I just I I can't really argue with that too hard. It sounds like it's no, going to be in, in September and like just who knows like, when yeah. in September how much is he going to pitch? I mean, it just shows. Oh, was it Dodgeritis? No, it was actually a real injury. Yeah, uh, it's funny how that works. Trevor he, Larnick uh, was a little uh, interesting touch. Striking out a striking out a ton right now. He is. He is. Yeah. Chris Paddock uh, also got dropped in this league. Yeah. Some name value guys there, that's for sure. Um, I mean, they're not all. I mean, all larks are like, like I can't believe they didn't do it. I'm not flummoxed, flabbergasted, you know, bamboozled. Whatever right. word I used last week with uh, Jeff Zimmerman not, uh, dropping uh, Rowdy Tellez. Hey, um, Rowdy, Rowdy had a good week, so we were all right there. Had an okay week. Yeah, you know, he came up he big had, in big spots. If you look at the had, overall numbers, they're just okay. He had five um, RBIs though. You take that in a week. Yeah. And he went for 49 in this week's bidding. Uh, I did not get him. Huh. What's uh, you know what's interesting? You mentioned Kershaw. What what the heck does his contract in the offseason look like? Mm, he's 30, he's gonna be 34, and he's a free agent. I mean, I think that I think he stays in LA no matter what, but like is he like uh is it, are we looking at like 370? Is it not even that much? Like what what is his contract? It's a fascinating it depends on what he does in September in the playoffs, too, but um, it's a fascinating contract because I don't know. Uh, it, it's been a, it's been a injury injury marred year for sure. I just I don't know what he gets. And for that matter, you know, we don't know what this off season is going to look like too. For uh, that matter, but. that's very true. There's a lot of guys that I I don't know. I wouldn't want to be a big free agent this off season. I think that I, I can't imagine that spending is going to be freely done with teams not knowing what the heck's going on. No, the, and the teams are ready to go to war too. Oh yeah, I mean that's that's the other thing. Yeah. 
So. It's uh, it's not good, but let's keep it happy talk. We got we got seven weeks of baseball left. Uh, did you mention Dylan Floro um, appears to be kind of the main guy in Miami? Anthony Bender got one save this week, but there's been a lot of talk about you know Don Mattingly likes one guy, and it seems like Floro might be it right now. A two point six four area in forty four innings, uh, K rates about twenty one percent, walk rates just under ten percent. His swing strike rate is really blah though. He's not a strikeout guy. He's an eight and a half percent swing strike rate guy. Um, I had some bids in on him just because, you know, you got a closer job, you got a bid on him. But uh, I'm a little worried that uh, he's not really the best guy. I think Bender might be the guy that it, it should be. Maybe maybe they'll want to see in September to do the job. Uh, he, Flora straight out of uh, Brandon Kinsler casting, though. I mean, he is. just the, the guy that's kind of a veteran um, that has the trust of the manager. And, yep. yeah, granted. The, the Marlins didn't really come close to having a safe situation over the weekend against the Rockies. So that didn't enlighten us that much, but uh, you know, that, that there's use in knowing that too. Yeah. And he had thrown three days in a row and then he had a day off and then Bender got the same the next day. So I think he was probably given a couple days off, but I think that, you know, he's probably maybe a two thirds of the job guy right now, which is, you know, in the market we have is, is probably worth picking up, but uh, I'm just a little worried. I, I just, uh, closers don't strike anybody out. just always freaks me out that, uh, you know, the, the leash may not be too long. Yeah. Both of the Bender and Floro got the dreaded get work in Coors Field outing today, by the way. Uh, yeah, Each never... allowed just one run, so both a solo shot. Uh, so there, there is that. No separation between the two of them there. Yeah, Chris Chris Stratton had one of those over the weekend against the Reds where he came in you know, and gave up four runs. And a lot mm-hmm. of people picked him up last week because it looked like he was pitching after Bednar. Uh, Bednar, Bednar, I said that right. Um, yep. just you hate those when the game's out of you. are like, oh, I wonder who gave up all these runs. You're like, oh my god, I can't believe it was my guy. Or yeah, if when it's somebody, yeah. when it's your guy, you, you hate that. When it's yeah. somebody else's guy, you kind of love it. But oh, you do because you look, you look at the box score. You're like, oh, it's usually it's no names that give up all the runs. But every once in a while, you're like, oh, that that's nice right there. Like Alex, I can't. I, I'll admit that I I kind of chuckle a little bit. Alex Reyes finally, uh, we talked about that. Like, finally had one of those outings. We've been kind of waiting, waiting for him to come. Yep. Yep. Uh, speaking of, uh, bad picks, uh, Alex Colome has haunted me most of the year. Oh. He was, I drafted him and I didn't like him. Didn't like him last year. He pitched great. Didn't like him again this year, but you know, he was like the last guy in a tier. I ended up with him bad, bad drafting on my part. I take full blame for that, but three saves this week, had his third save this week for the twins against the Astros. Um, 4.43 and 40, 40 innings and two thirds, but it's just kind of like the last guy standing, uh, you know, Hansel Robles got traded. By the way, getting been getting lit up in Boston so far. Uh, Who could have Ro- seen that one coming? Yeah, who could have seen that? <laughs> Shocker, right? Um, yeah. Taylor Rogers it looks like he's not having surgery, but probably done pitching the season. Uh, Colum is kind of the same guy, you know, strikeout rate under twenty percent. Don't love that. Walk rate's about nine percent. I don't think he's very good, but he's got the job and th- three saves in a row. Probably, uh, probably makes his leash a little bit longer than we would expect at this point. Yeah, probably so. Uh, he's he's if you look at what Colum has done lately. He's it, been it, my much better lately. I'll give you that. Selective endpoint school here, right? By yeah. the way, uh, not including today in the last sixteen and two thirds, two seventy ERA, one fourteen WHIP, twelve strikeouts though. I mean, he's not striking out anybody. Um, right. That's just the thing. Uh, so you're just you're it's a lot. Of, you're just beholden to bad contact, hoping to get bad contact. Yeah, and that's just it's just tough to live by that, especially when you're trying to close games. Yep. All right, let's see. Um, what about Yankees situation? We mentioned Loazaga was was popular. Uh, you know, Chad Green's there. Zach Britton's there. Um, do you think they have a guy? Or obviously, Earl, Earl's Chapman, we haven't mentioned that, but Earl's Chapman went on the 10 day L with some left elbow inflammation. Um, do you think the Yankees kind of go committee? Do you think they have a guy here? Do you like Loazaga got the save over the weekend? But uh, what do you do in New York here? I know Green and, and Britton both pitched the day before, so maybe that was a factor too. Yeah, I mean, I kind of like Loazaga as the guy. Uh, Britton did the job really well last year, though. Yeah, uh, he did. 
but you know, he's been hurt a lot too. So hard, hard to kind of count on him going forward. Uh, I, I, my lean is low Isaacah. It's not a strong too. lean. Yeah. I like him as a pitcher, though. I think he's a you yeah, know, 24% walk rate, uh, really good, or 20, 24% strikeout rate, really good walk rate, about 5%. He's had a nice drop in his walk rate this year, too. Uh, swing strikers up to 13%. He just kind of profiles the guy that could just slide in and get the job done pretty well while, while Chapman's out. He and Green have both been good this year. Britain yeah. hasn't. Yeah. Yeah. Green's always, always pretty solid. And it's just, uh, I don't know. I think, and if you're going to feel like there was a quote last week, like what Loazaga talked about loving being in the game in the ninth and the crowd and all that. I just, and maybe he just has the, uh, has the right mindset for that inning and maybe, uh, maybe Boone be into that. I don't know. It's just a uh, probably a little Look more at of you feel. narrative, man. Yeah. I, I know like a little more of a feel than anything else, but I think that, uh, I think he's a really good, uh, fill in. I was, uh, I was, I was definitely bidding on him in all my leagues. Yeah. Ma'am, can I make a proposal? You can absolutely make a proposal. Can we, kind of cruise through the last of these fabs real quick because there's more interesting new stuff than there is fab this week. Sure. But let's, yeah, we had a couple of these fab guys, but that's good. Uh, we got to talk about Joe Adele. Obviously he is, yep. um, he's the big one. He was called up uh, by the angels. Of course he was. Cause I dropped him finally in the main event a couple weeks ago. Cause I just couldn't hold any longer, but um, called up uh, played has played pretty well. And he had a couple doubles today. Um, I guess my main question for you is do you, what, what do you think happens here in the outfield? Once trout comes back, uh, you know, they've got if- everybody's, can yeah. we say if, please? We, we can now. He's, it seems like he's not running full speed yet. It's, it's very strange how this thing's kind of lingered. And why would they rush him back now? I think that's the real real takeaway. It's like, you know, what what's their motivation? They they already shut down Rendon. Uh, he, he's yep. got he's he's had surgery. I, you know, what's the point? I you know they've already wasted another amazing season from a star player. This time it happens to be Otani. They yep. traded away a starter in Heaney. I mean, granted that might have been like the Trojan horse, but <laughs> uh, why rush Trout back? I, I I just take just get him fully healed. We've seen how coming back from these injuries too soon yeah. is always so damaging, and he's just your he's just the star of the game. Although I, I don't know, he, he may not be anymore. <laughs> Who knows? He turns thirty this you know coming up. Um, 30 old guy. Yeah. Yeah. What, uh, how aggressive are you with Adele? I mean, it's been, it's been really good in the minors. I know the strikeouts are still there. We, you know, I think that's always gonna be a thing with him, but you know, 23 home runs and 73 games in the minors, eight stolen bases, obviously a high, high, high level pedigree prospect. Um, were you like, this is a difference maker. I'm going to go get him. Or were you like, I'm going to worry he's going to strike out 38% of the time again. I was not aggressive enough and I kind of regret it. Yeah, uh, I was too. I was, I was, I was middling aggressive, and he uh, he went for like seventies and eighties, and I was in the fifties and sixties. I think. Yeah, like, uh, well, in one league he went last week in my main and went for like seven bucks. That, that, and then in the other, nice. you know, the other one he went twenty six with the second place at twenty four, and I wasn't, the, and that was Casey Cha, by the way. Wow, I would have, uh, uh, I would have gotten him in uh, in the twenty sixth league in both my leagues. I was higher than that, but he went for like eighty five and seventy eight in mine. Yeah, I and you know we we spent some time talking about this earlier. How the guys making their debuts this year really have struggled. They have whether and but you know I think the guys that have been playing a little bit longer, you know, this second time around, and maybe it's not as much of a big of a jump. I I think Adele might be in that. You know, we we saw A Rod got sent down three times when he was a rookie. Now I'm not saying yep. he, you know again again not making you, an equivalent. You, you just call you just call Adele A Rod right. Yeah, he's he's the uh, he's going to be an annoying Sunday night baseball announcer for us in thirty years. <laughs> I'm going to hold you to the projection when we're doing the podcast and we're both hundred. I'm going to hold you to that one. Okay, cool. 
I don't know if you'll I don't know if you'll keep me along that long. Yeah, um, I, I think you defamed me in there a little bit though because I'm only fifty. But oh, uh, I defamed I defamed myself at the same time too. That's true. We went down. The um, yeah. One other guy in offense I do want to ask you about before we move forward. Uh, did you do anything with Yanni Hernandez this week? Uh, hitting a kind of middle of the order. Uh, I think he was hitting second for the uh, for the Rangers over the weekend. I happened to watch him because he was playing the A's. He's a really small guy. He's like 135, 140 pounds. A lot of talk about that. But a guy that if you need stolen bases, he kind of feels like one of those guys that maybe could steal, you know, six to eight bags down the stretch. I hate players like this. But <laughs> uh, stolen bases count, though, Jeff. I'm hateful. I'm a ba- I'm a bad man, Scott. Uh, Rangers stolen base guys. Let's just say that they have, don't have the greatest track record for us here. Uh, that's that's very true. I, I there's a lot of Delano DeShield scarring here, but he has 21 and steals. Tavares, yeah, uh, he has yeah, that was 20, one of my good 21 steals in 61 games in AAA this year. I know, I know. Um, no, I did not go hard after him. I did not. And he had him looking. He had 33 stolen bases in 122 games in 2019. Like it's. Uh, as far as stolen base darts go, I didn't think it was the worst. And as a, you know, a middle infielder that's playing a bunch on a team that has nothing to play for and no reason not to throw him out there, it uh, kind of felt like a pretty good stab to me in deeper leagues. He's got four career professional homers. I did not pick him up for home runs. I understand, but that usually <laughs> means you can't hit at the big league level. You get I, the bat I think there's out a, of your hand. I think there's a very good chance he cannot hit at the big league level. Yeah. And he's legit 140 pounds. I wasn't kidding. Like that's actually his weight. No, it's I not, know. I wasn't I saying know. he's skinny and making a number. He's actually 140 pounds. No, um, we are. Uh, we are. We are the same height, and uh, we are not the same weight. That speaks poorly to both <laughs> of us. There, but. <laughs> it does. Um, so let's let's jump into news and notes. Uh, I know there's a lot of stuff to uh, to talk about here, but first, a note from our sponsor, Thrive. The NFL is back on Thrive Fantasy. Thrive Fantasy has over 100,000 guaranteed for one for NFL Week One. $100,000, that is. Uh, with Thrive Fantasy, you can eliminate the countless hours of research and focus on only the top-tier athletes that have the biggest impact on the game. Sign up today and get a free six-month RotoWire subscription. Here's how you claim your free subscription. First step, uh, visit rotowire.com slash thrive. Then deposit a minimum of $10 and receive a $100 deposit bonus up to $100 and play in your first paid contest. And then and after step three, you receive a, three, a free six-month RotoWire subscription. So, Jeff, I guess the first news and notes we kind of mentioned at the top, uh, Ramon Laureano, 80-game PED suspension that came out on Friday. Uh, done for the year, obviously droppable in all fantasy leagues. Uh, the thing that's rough with Laureano in the A is, like, he misses the first month next year, too. Yeah. And didn't he get tested, like, for an old-school steroid, too? It wasn't it, like... It, it seemed like it. Um, yeah. And, and doesn't... <sighs> I'm not going to say it. I'm not going to say it. Um, I'll just say that... No, no. I just... He just... He's he's a muscle bound dude. Uh, yes, and, and he's an intense guy. But the thing with me is like, yeah. it seems like the he had the apology and like I'm an A's fan. I want to so badly like root for him and 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 listen to his apology and be like, oh maybe he maybe he's telling the truth. But like all those apologies read like they're literally like a Microsoft Word template. Like they're all exactly the same every yeah. single time. Yeah, it's not like I was trying to get an edge. I'm sorry. No, it's always I didn't realize this. Yeah. I didn't know what I was ingesting in my body. Like it's just they read the same. Every time it's just, maybe I'm just cynical. Maybe I'm at the point where I just don't believe it anymore, but like, I just, I want to believe him. He's an A's player, but like I read it and I was like, yeah, I don't believe you. Yeah. I don't either. Uh, I, I think the way that, and because the A's didn't put up any fight at all, makes me think that they knew this was coming. They, you know, yeah. when they announce when major league baseball announces and there's no appeals process, it must be, that must have been litigated before that. Right. Yeah, I, I think so. I think there is an appeals process that goes ahead of time before that goes public. Yeah. 
So you probably don't wanna, the Ace you did don't, know at the deadline. I don't. You know, don't want to. So. You don't want to announce it, and then they win the appeal, and suddenly he's painted as a, as a steroid guy either way. So it's just a, right. it's probably it's probably a behind the scenes, which is amazing to me. Actually, happens there, but mm-hmm. that was a that was an out of nowhere bomb dropped on Twitter on Friday. Though. I did not see that coming. I, someone texted me like, "Oh my God, Loriano!" I was like, "I thought he got hurt or something." I was like, "Oh, jeez." I thought I texted you, right? You might yeah. it might have been you actually. Yeah. Talking about our because we share our A's news together. That's that's true. It was just uh yeah. And I, I was like, oh, I did not I, I thought it was like, oh, tweet his hamstring or something, but yeah. Um Jeff, it seems like we have a lot of COVID stuff coming up the last couple of weeks. I thought we were past this in baseball, but apparently not. And a lot of guys that like are going on, you know, anytime they have any kind of flu-like symptoms, like JD Martinez went in the aisle for one day. He missed Saturday and then he came back today and had four hits. But you know, they're kind of making sure they can use that as a as a roster spot. But uh, Anthony Rizzo tested positive, so he's out uh, at least ten days. Um, interesting here because a they just traded for him. He was hitting really well, but suddenly Luke Voigt has a spot for a week here, and they activated him today. And I just I, I looked, I'm like, oh, Luke Voigt has no place to play, and suddenly Jeff's got a place to play. Yeah, and and it's not even because Stanton's playing the outfield to make room for him either. Yep, uh, which is really wild. Although he did play the outfield a little bit this week, um, but excuse me, <coughs> there we go. I think they were. I think they were kind <coughs> of prep prepping for the point of like when we have Rizzo and Void, we not, we can't just sit Void or sit Rizzo. We got to play. Got to play him sometimes. Like we're Stanton out there a little bit. So it's well. That uh, was also in Miami yeah. too, and that's the other thing. Oh, that's right. The, they were in El Park. There you go. Right. Um. And of course, stomping grounds. So there's that. Yeah, that's true too. Um, uh, yeah, there's a there's a lot going on in New York this week. We talked about a Rolls Chapman went in the aisle, but then Glaber Torres hurt his thumb today sliding. Uh, I always hate these. They always remind me of Bryce Harper, like four years ago when he slid in, or like, oh, he's fine. All of a sudden, he missed. You know, it almost he missed like three months with a uh, with a torn ligament in his thumb. It seems like there's a lot of little things in the thumb that can get messed up. Uh, Aaron Boone said after the game, he's somewhat concerned about that. I did not like that quote. Uh, probably an MRI tomorrow, but it did not seem like it was really good with the, with Torres with the you know le- when they were leaving the ballpark today. Yeah, you're right. And they play on Monday, so well they're one of the five games on Monday, yeah. so we'll have some news. If he's out of the lineup on Monday, or you know, even if he's day to day, are you playing him? You're, you're benching uh, him, right? I'm, be- I'm benching him 100. I think it's going to be an IL situation. But if he's not playing tomorrow, um, I think I don't think he can risk it. Yeah, I think you're right. Um, what are you yeah, going to do? It, what are you going to do? Miss his one home run a month? Yeah, right. Um, <laughs> so yeah, he's got, I, he's got 12 stolen bases. I do know that. Yeah, but uh, you know, I hear you though. I mean, it, it's it's not what you paid for, and. It, it, yeah, you, it's just another Yankee down. You know, the Yankees and Brewers, COVID-wise, I mean, I'm yeah. stunned at just the numbers, too. Yep. And, and you know, Cole, Sanchez, and now Rizzo all at the same time. Yeah, plus and, Montgomery. And Jordan Montgomery, yeah. Right. You know, the Brewers, they, they keep losing uh, guys. That, you know, Yelich, obviously the big one. Hater, go, yeah. you know, missing out. And yep. Now they t- they took out uh, – uh, who's the starting pitcher? Um, Adrian Hauser. Hauser, yes. Yeah. No, they they were going six starters anyhow. Yeah. But tomorrow, I mean, on Tuesday, they're starting Ashby again. Last time we started Ashby, it was not pretty, to say the least. Although they rallied to win that game. But uh, he put the Brewers in a 7 nothing hold against the Cubs, and they came back to win, which pretty much ended the Cubs season right there. All it means is that we just get more Brett Anderson. Yes. Yes, we do. <laughs> uh, sticking in the AL East, uh, Chris Sale through his last uh, rehab start. Uh, he's going to making his debut for the Red Sox on Saturday. Kind of a nice little trade deadline piece here that they're sliding in the lineup. But Red Sox have been struggling. That, that loss today was brutal. They were up 7-2 on the Blue Jays. Gave up a three-run homer in the uh, bottom of the eighth to George Springer and lost the game. And Red Sox are struggling. They've, they need Chris Sale back, and they need him back to be like real Chris Sale pretty quickly here. 
Yeah, I was just going to say, not a moment too soon. Uh, yeah. I just don't know how deep he goes. Of course, you activate him if you have him. He's right. over over 80 pitches the last two starts, though. I was really surprised how much he's throwing in these rehab starts. Yeah, and he gets a home game against Baltimore to start. And then he gets Texas uh, in, at, at Fenway also. So, now granted, maybe home isn't always the greatest thing in the world, but I still think it's probably a good thing for them. Uh, uh, you yeah. answered the question I was going to ask you. I mean, you're starting him in all formats this week, right? Of course. Of course yeah, I am. Too. Yeah. Yeah. I think that I, I think I'm if I'm holding them or had picked them up, it's it's to play them right now. Yep. Uh, and the other big thing is they're making some changes in the rotation. They already took uh, Martin Perez out of the rotation. Yep. Tanner Houck, who they sent down, is going to get called back up. They just had the off day on Monday. They he's on the weird like Edward Oliveras track right now. They keep they've sent oh. him up like multiple times and just like he's, he seems like he's been really good every time he pitches for them though. Yeah, there's a lot of angst going on in Red Sox land, and yeah. you know Garrett Richards was fine for a while today, but. I mean, the guy's got a 5.21 ERA. I mean, it's just like, eh. I mean, so how Hauk's not pitching this week, then, right? Uh, not the not way sched- I'm looking. Not, not scheduled to. We got you got Erod, Eovaldi, Pavetta, Richard Sale. Yeah, not this yep. week. Yep. And then I don't even see him for next week yet. But you know that things can change on the fly. Yeah. But and they have a they have a they have a weird schedule next week. They have two off days, but they have a doubleheader also. So it's going to be an interesting setup for them. But uh, they maybe, got a big maybe, series against the Rays this week too. They do. That's that's true, and then they play Baltimore. And they play the Yankees right after that, so it's gonna be a it's a it's a big like ten days here for the Red Sox. Yep, yep. Uh, on, on a good note, uh, Luis Robert. Uh, you know, we had Eloy Jimenez come back a couple weeks ago. Luis Robert is returning to the lineup Monday. Uh, the White Sox are suddenly uh, suddenly getting everybody healthy at the right time. Yeah, they are, um, and not a moment too soon for that. Um, you know, they're they're although they actually they're, they're not hurting. I say that, but they're, they're fine. Uh, but now they're going to, their pitching has been great. And now they're finally going to get the offense to go along with it. Remember we all along were like, Oh, that lineup, that lineup. Yep. No, it's the run prevention. That's been so good oh for the white Sox. Lan- I mean, Lance Lynn and Rodon have just been pff, nasty. Yeah. Oh, and when Lucas Giolito is like at best, your third best starter. I mean, that, yeah. that's right. Yeah. That, it's funny. That I say Lynn and Rodon right away, Lynn and Rodon right away. And all of a sudden you're like, Oh, there is that other guy there too. Yeah, I mean, Kopech's been good out of the pen. I mean, they they were hurting out of the pen, and they actually and Kimbrel had that meltdown on Friday too, which is weird. weird. But uh, uh, you know, aside from that, you know, the, the Cubs did show some fight in that game, and then none the rest of the weekend. Uh, but yeah, the Cease, you know, he strikes out a bunch of guys. I still don't trust him completely, but yeah, he, he's that's getting a uh, that's a re- that's a team that's really set up well for a short series in the playoffs, though. Like they. You got you got some boppers to score some runs. You got Hendricks in the back end with Kimbrel, and you have those three starters. I mean, I, that's like that's how you build a playoff team. They're gonna be a, they're gonna be a tough out. Yeah. Now the question is, when they get to a seven game series, how do they handle it? It's it's Cease yeah. over Keiko, right? It's I think be. so. I think so. And I Keiko's although the, so bad. The only other way you'd want to do it if you want Cease is kind of a two inning power arm in multiple games. I could see that strategy maybe working out. Yeah. But uh, if you're just going starters, I think it's got to be Keiko five. Which means not. Which means not, uh, which means not at all. But like, he's just not a guy you want to bring in the middle innings of a playoff game either, though. So like, I just don't no. know how how well that works at all. It's when you're losing six two and you just need to yeah. eat up some innings, so you don't right. waste your good relievers. And you hate uh, to plan, you hate to plan for that in a playoff game. But like, you could see like if you're up, you know, four two in the sixth inning, you bring in Cease for two innings as a bridge to Kimbrel and Hendricks. Like that could be interesting playoff wise. Yeah, uh, I mean. Reynaldo Lopez, by the way, is pitching well out of yeah. for the White Sox. Blast, right now. blast from the past. I know, one eighty and 0.73. Now, granted, I think that's recent. Uh, so, and, and obviously short term, but still interesting right. enough. Um, you mentioned Jack Flaherty earlier. It sounds like he is going to rejoin the rotation in Pittsburgh. I assume this is another spot where you're throwing him for sure. Yes. Yeah, 
Yeah. Especially against Pittsburgh. Yeah. Of course. And I think even if it's going to be a little bit of a, a short start, maybe in the first time out, I think you're throwing him for sure. Uh, Alex Bregman sounds like he could return on Tuesday. I uh, got through some rehab starts and obviously uh, you want to check that lineup. The Astros don't play tomorrow. So you could kind of, you could wait till that Tuesday game, but it sounds like he's going to be uh, back this week for sure. Same with Joe or Josh Rojas, who quietly was kind of an interesting piece in fantasy He's outfield, second base and shortstop eligible. And I've, uh, I found myself missing him leading off for the diamondbacks. Yeah. I, uh, you know, the thing is, yeah, how could you be paying close attention to the Diamondbacks at this time of year? But I, I so well, maybe you're maybe you're a family member of Tyler Clippert or something. Yeah, maybe so. Maybe so. Uh, or, you know, it happens to be Zach Gallanday or yeah. actually Madison Bumgarner pitching well. He I, had, we actually I, have him rostered in a place I, or two. I have. I actually picked him up in a main event a few weeks ago, and he's been actually one of my better pitchers. He's been kind of solid every start. Which, yeah, it, it's wild to say that. But, yes, Shu and I also picked him up a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, so it's uh, what about uh, Juan Soto? Is interesting. He didn't start all week, and he pinch hit on Saturday. It was a weird like he was in the lineup Friday, was up on the scoreboard. Then they released the actual lineup. He wasn't in it anymore, so I don't know what they were doing there. But um, you know, that's one that obviously uh, you know Soto is you know so good, but this lineup around him now is so bad. They don't play on Monday, so you have a, a time to check that out. But uh, he's one that uh, I definitely want to see him in the lineup Tuesday before I decide on him this week. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, again, I mean, it's gonna. You know, at- it's gonna it, that whole day to day thing is so annoying. It's just it the worst because it's, it's the Mookie Betts path. The same, and, you know, yeah. I, I, he's in the same boat again. By the way, or even worse, you could be Josh Donaldson who plays. He comes back and plays Thursday, Friday, and then sits on the weekend. Like Ugh. I just, they cannot get him well. No. No, I still think Betts, Betts and Soda are way worse, though, because you're counting yeah. so much on them. Yeah, and Betts, they've waited forever to put him on. But Josh Donaldson starts to feel like an operation shutdown to me here pretty quick. I'm worried that they're just going to shut him down at some point. Yeah, they, it's especially because they're locked in with him for the future. Yeah. Um, Jared Walsh, who was really, really good for the Angels before he got hurt, uh, sounded like he's going to be activated on Tuesday. Um, another spot here, I don't know exactly. I guess the, they're going to have to mix and match with their you know first baseman and outfielder, but uh, obviously if he is back on Tuesday, you want to play him. Uh, Randy Arozarena, who went on the COVID IL, but he was a uh, contact tracing, did not have to test positive. Sounds like he could be back on Tuesday also, Jeff. Yeah, could be. Um, and yeah, that's good, although he, he hasn't been as – Great as we had hoped. He has his little flourishes yeah, here and there. Feel, feels like he was kind of starting to get there the last like 10 days. He was really kind of hitting a ball, a lot of balls hard, hit a couple home runs. The stolen base has been bad because he's been caught stealing so many times. He's been yep. very inefficient on the bases, but it felt like he was kind of getting there uh, with the hard hit balls and the home runs. And it went on that COVID IL, which, which sucked. But uh, there's gonna be, uh, reading this too, there's going to be a lot of guys. We're gonna, Tuesday news is going to be really important for set lineups. Yeah, it is. And it stinks that it's Tuesday yeah. too, but. The, yeah, those guys with the, the, the 10 teams that play Monday, you have to figure those guys out without knowing the news here, which can make it really tough. Yeah, and for those people that aren't blessed with the Monday, Thursday, Friday to Sunday thing, I mean, yeah. you're really tough. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Justin Turner left uh, early on uh, Sunday with some left groin discomfort. There's another one to kind of check lineups. Uh, Javi Baez, same thing, day-to-day with left hip tightness. It feels like he's got a lot going on lower body-wise. It's just not right right now. Yeah, that's right. And he fits in perfectly with the Mets because of that. All right. Uh, yeah, no, it's a good point. He totally has. Um, speaking of Dodger land, we talked about Justin Turner. Gavin Lux is starting a minor league rehab assignment uh, session on Sunday. Um, I assume he comes back. And he's like, are you chili infielder and not playing very much, right? I was just saying coming back to nothing if he comes yeah. back at all. Yeah. yeah, it's just it's I mean, with, with Trey Turner, there it's just not and Seager playing. And I guess if Justin Turner was hurt, maybe. But, uh, you know, Lux was bad and now he doesn't have a spot. It's not been a, not been a good 2021 for Gavin. No, it hasn't. 
Uh, Kyle Schwarber got traded to the Red Sox on trade deadline day. He had a minor setback. He had a hamstring injury, but he has some tightness in his groin. It sounds like he's not bad, but like, I can tell you what, you're not your rehab stint and all that. You just, the minor setback you hate to see. Cause it feels like guys just like you take a couple steps back when this sort of thing happens. Well, it's that type of injury you hate to see. And of course, you know, the, you know, Oh, well now he's carrying the Red Sox. Maybe he'll hurry back, but you know, especially cause they need him. but you know, you hurry that back and bad things happen. Totally. Um, Michael Brantley left today after a collision. Something like after the day that after the game, he seems fine, kind of day to day, but he should be okay. But uh, yeah, ja- Jazz Chisholm is an interesting one. Um, he was scratched Sunday with flu like symptoms. He went in the COVID IL with some um, close tracing earlier, or he said flu like symptoms earlier in the week. Then he was fine, and now he's black with this. Like I just wonder what's going on with him at the moment. I, I don't know, um, yeah. but it's, it doesn't. It's sound possible good. to guess, right? Like, yeah, we're I, just reflective of the era that we're yeah. in, though. Anytime you see this, he's quietly been pretty darn bad the last couple of months too. Yeah, yeah. Started off down. really, started off really well with stealing a bunch of bases, then got hurt. Just hasn't been the same guy since. No. Uh, speaking of sitting Sundays with an illness, uh, Freddie Freeman, who's having a fantastic year set Sunday with an illness, sounded like he was nauseous and dizzy and had some flu-like symptoms and uh, did not sound great. And obviously, he's going to be uh, you know tested and kind of see what's going on there too. Well, and if you recall, he had not only did he That's have right. COVID last year, he had it, it really bad. badly. Yeah, I do yeah, remember that. So. You're right. So you you got to figure they'll be even safer with him with everything he's gone through. Uh, in right. Yankee land, uh, Gio Urshela is expected to be activated on Wednesday. Kind of a tough one there. I think if you play in an FBC step farm, you sit him for the first half, maybe play him for the second yep. half. Um, Ryan Mountcastle, seven day concussion IL. Uh, so obviously he's a he's a full sit this week. Yeah, he is. Uh, and yeah, the, the the interesting thing going on in Orioles land isn't even at the major league roster. It's at uh, the, the minors where they're uh, promoting Adley Rushman to AAA. Yeah. So maybe we see him in September. Uh, maybe not. Uh, is, the other thing is he the the star, is he starting on opening day 2022 if there is one? Uh, no, May. Oh, you think it's the, a the, service time? Depending on, yeah, unless they change the rule on that, which is possible. Or, or he signs a like a, a extension kind of thing too, I guess. Yeah, exactly. Which I don't think he's going to do, right? Yeah, I, I doubt it. Uh, Andrew Benintendi missed his fifth straight game with Sunday with a shoulder. You mentioned earlier, you know, guys that kind of sit and sit and sit and then finally go in the aisle. He kind of has that feel to me right now. He, he sure does. Uh, and, you know, he's kind of had that before. And, of course, the Royals have no reason to try to rush him back. Uh, last guy I want to mention, uh, Didi Gregorius missed the weekend with a sore elbow. Um, Josh Donaldson, I also had in here. We, we talked about him here. Is there any other news and notes, guys, you want to mention? There's one player I want to ask you about before we get out of here. But is there well, any other- Gregorius, we actually thought about dropping. Um, I actually, it's funny. I thought about that too. And like he hit the home run, I think on Friday, um, if jazz was okay, I think I might've considered dropping, but he's like my backup to jazz. So I couldn't do it myself. Well, and that, that, that was kind of the thing is right now, like I didn't have another middle just because the way injuries have been and all that. I just, okay. Well, he would have been our third drop. Have we gotten that far? Actually, I lied. We did drop him. I I, I got Nico Goodrum for him. Who's coming back. So, uh, and you know, the thing is, you look at Didi and he's having a really awful year. Every it's funny because I see Didi, I'm like, oh, good player, hit some home runs, blah blah blah. And then I look at his stats every time, I'm like, oh, the year has not been good. And I think that sometimes we get lost a little bit in names rather than looking at the numbers. And it's yeah. it's, four, it's four months now. It's been it's been ugly. Yeah, I mean, only three stolen bases, ten homers, twenty four runs. Oh. You know, I, I I know he's he's been limited in the playing time, but is he hitting you know, in the two twenty somewhere? He is hitting two fourteen yeah, somewhere. Sorry. Right, yeah. right around there. It's uh, I, you read that line right there. There's really no part of that that's helping you. 
Yeah, OBP is really hurting the. We don't play with that, but the Phillies do, and that he's got a two sixty six OB, OBP, oh so God, he's really really hurting Jeez, them. Jeez, that's bad. Yep. Whew, that is not good. That's like Jack Mayfield bad right there. Oh, there's a name. <laughs> someone, uh, someone who shouted my name was telling me what a stud Jack Mayfield was, and I threw a bunch of stats at him, and that uh, it ended pretty quickly there. Yeah. Um, you never know who what's when you're going to get into a Jack Mayfield duel on the street. You know, you got to uh, be able you know to get those stats right out. You know who it was because they're uh, they're a little extreme and they were playing the Dodgers. The Angels were playing the Dodgers this weekend, so you know who I'm talking about. Okay, yes, I do. <laughs> um, one guy I want to ask you about: uh, George Springer has been a wild season. He was he missed the time and then he came back and like he got hurt the first day. But this dude is just mashing right now. He had the three on homer yeah, we is. talked about earlier. He has 14 home runs in less than 200 plate appearances right now. He's hitting uh, he's in 286, 35 runs and 33 RBIs. The dude has played 43 games and he has those numbers. I mean, this is an insane run. He's going to be a fascinating guy next year because the overall numbers aren't going to look great, but like the, the per game number is going to be massive. And I think he's going to be a popular guy in drafts, um, you know, leading off for Toronto, uh, unbelievably good lineup and Toronto's coming right now there. I think they're tied in the last column now with the Yankees and the Red Sox. Uh, yep. They are hot. Their offense just, just scores and scores and scores. Um, they're fun. If they can get any kind of pitching, I think they could sneak by those teams. Yeah, well, just the, that the Yankees and the Red Sox are, like, you know, the Yankees are actually a half game better than the Red Sox. And, or no, the other way around. Red Sox are a half game better than the Yankees in the loss column. That's, it that happens, blows me it away. Happened, it happened fast, right? So fast. Yeah. Uh, you know, it, you know it, it, it happens so fast you trade your passion for glory. I mean, no, I'm sorry. I just, sorry, sorry. <laughs> just keep it moving on. Uh, ignore that nice. little poor attempt at a joke there. Oh, uh, yeah, the Blue Jays, I mean, they're on fire. And they're home now. They're literally home. Yep. Uh, and. I think that probably cannot hurt them. They've got, you know, on paper, I mean, the, the, here's the funny thing. At one point, the Red Sox were kind of had a nice little lead in the division. Yep. But they were, and, and they had a pretty good run differential. That's all melted away. They've got, you know, they've got a, you know, basically less than a third of a plus of a run differential now. Uh, you know, both the Rays and the Blue Jays are the two teams, if you go by that, that are the teams you should look out for. Um, but you never know. I mean, you can't look just at that. It's not Pythagoras. It wasn't completely on on point here. But right, if it is, a, it's a pretty telling indicator that the Red Sox could be. And just look at the rotation with the Red Sox. And I know you were bringing this up about the Blue Jays, but uh, I kind of sidebarred. Which but at least I never at least do. the Blue Jays, at least the Blue Jays have Ray and Ryu and like some guys that can get shut you down. Like Stripling. Stripling was available on a twelve for me this week, and he's he, pitching uh, well. He pitched well. He had that. He had that little like one big blow up, and others now he's been really good. He had the blow yep. up when every every picked him up too, which is of course always the way it works. But yeah, at least they can get to. And, and Alec Manoa has been really really good. I think he's yes, like he has ten starts in a row with six hits or less. There was some stat out there like the first pitcher to do that. So he's been really good. Um, you know, if they can if they can get those guys to keep pitching well with that offense, they are they're they're a team you don't want to face right now. Yeah, and th- th- they've got an interesting little. Uh, uh, you know, little uh, schedule coming up here. Uh, they get the day off tomorrow, but a couple games against the Angels, four games against the Angels. I think one of those is a makeup from a COVID game okay. uh, or from a rainout maybe or, or a continuation, but it's it's a doubleheader in, but they're the home team listed in the first one and then like the second one, they're, they're the uh, visiting gotcha. team. Gotcha, gotcha. Uh, but then, uh, so four games against the Angels, that's not a bad spot right now. Yeah. Uh, at Seattle, that's kind of interesting. They can take care of Seattle in the wild yeah. card race. Seattle's kind of taking care of themselves the last 10 days here. So. Uh, Washington and then Detroit. They start a series against Detroit. So they got out of the AL East. Yeah. Uh, they're, they're, 
which means they don't get direct wins, but they also get what on paper appears to be a pretty decent schedule. And you're right. Seattle is kind of taking themselves out. Yeah. I like, I like the chance to score a bunch of runs on the, on the angels. That's for sure. Yes, for sure. Yeah. It was funny. I saw that. Uh, I saw that Patrick Sandoval got moved and he wasn't pitching against Toronto. I was fired up. And then I realized that they play Houston later in the week. So it really wasn't a good spot either way. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, the Toronto Houston week is, uh, is not one that you really want to uh, want to jump into right now. Yeah, that's for sure. Cool. Um, anybody else you want to talk about anything else? I feel like we kind of hit everything. We hit all the news and notes, which were plentiful and the fab, which was plentiful. Also anybody else that is on your mind or you want to discuss before we jump out of here? No, I, I think we uh, covered it pretty thoroughly. Uh, just excited for another week. I'm excited that our A's and our Reds are playing yeah. relevant baseball. It should be. Is it be a podcast about more fun when both those teams are in the mix in September? We haven't had that in a while. Yeah, let's hope. Uh, you know, Reds are kind of stretching it to say relevant, but they're playing well, and so hey, they're ten games over five hundred. So that that puts them in the at least in the discussion. They got Re- relevant enough that you want to flip on the game, and it matters, and it's not just because you hope that Joey Votto homers yet again. Yeah, exactly. Which the, is fun, the, by the, the way. Joey Votto, the Joey Votto comeback has been awesome. It is. He's 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 so awesome. Yeah, he really is. It's been it's been a lot of fun. Castellanos is back now too. They survived that on the on the IL, so it's uh, it went, and Mustakis is back too. Yeah, Mustakis is back too. Do you think that uh, Eugenio Suarez sits most of the time? What happens there? There's it's basically he's the bad side of a platoon right now. Yeah, I still have him in a league, and he's got 22 home runs. But I mean, it's, everything else has been so bad. He's gonna be tough to play if he's only starting his lefties. Runs in RBI. That's all he, he he's he's provided that, and yeah. but at a, at an extreme cost. Yeah, it's uh, and it's gonna be tough to play if he's not if he's starting a third of the games. Obviously, you can't use him. He's gonna be uh, maybe very quickly a drop in leagues. Yeah, well, if Kyle Farmer cools off, then, then I don't, we'll I don't, I don't think that's that. ever, I don't think that's ever happening. Jeff, he's hitting, he's a four hundred hitter. He, he's he's on fire right now. It's, <laughs> it's fun to watch. Great. Every time he come, every week I'm like, oh look, Kyle Farmer. I'm like, oh my god, hitting four twenty once the Ulster break. Still, it's 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 just it's amazing. It is. Yeah, so it's been fun. So thanks, everybody, listening to the Rotowire Fantasy Baseball Podcast. We do appreciate it. As always, if you could please rate and review the podcast, you enjoy listening to us, leave us a bunch of stars, that would be also appreciated. We uh, we want to thank WinBet for their sponsorship. That's W-Y-N-N Bet again. Uh, they are, they're great there, sponsoring all the Rotowire Fantasy Podcasts uh, this year. Other than that, uh, if you want to follow Jeff on Twitter, he's at Jeff underscore Erickson. I am at Scott Jenstead. Other than that, we will be at you next Sunday again. Hope everybody has a good fantasy week. Start to make a move in those leagues. And as we get down the stretch, I hope everybody's doing well. Uh, other than that, I hope everybody has a good weekend. Take, or week, good week. Take care.